Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Coming soon to a backyard or a forest near you, the invasive Asian jumping worm. We've got a new little thing. Now, worried, uh, not necessarily worried, but let's go with moderately concerned. So widespread in the U.S., these worms have been spotted in the province and in New Brunswick. Um, And if anyone wants to know where the Asian jumping worm gets its name, they say simply put it in a bowl, stand back and watch. It will jump out of the bowl. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, But here's the tricky part is because they look like a regular dew worm, like the worms that we've been as kids picking and digging out of the dirt or watching birds swoop down to grab. Um, That's uh, that that that's what this thing's all about. So they've spotted it uh, close to all of us, whether it be in St. Catharines, in Wheatley. Oh, really? So southwest of London and region um, in the GTA. The only way really to tell that they're different from nightcrawlers. Well, there's two parts. The whole thing that they jump. But they look the same, except, you know, they have the little band that almost looks like a saddle. Yeah, yeah. Well, the regular dew worm, it's it's pink. Well, um, the little fleshy band around the... Asian jumping worm is it's gray or white. Ugh. Okay. So they said, well, if you pick them up, because they almost look like little snakes because they move so quickly. Ugh. They practice right. their ninja skills and uh, they yeah. hop up right in front of you. <laughs> so yeah, it will, uh, they said that if, if, if you're into the garden and doing some digging, you'll get a little bit of the heebie-jeebies. They were actually discovered by way of um, contaminated soil that was brought in a manure from other parts of the world. Oh, oh, gross. So that's that, disgusting. It's, how uh, how high do they do they have a... I don't... Do they have they, a little measuring stick on how high they'll they jump up? No, they didn't say exactly. I mean, they, they, they jump slash wiggle enough to get out of a bowl. Okay, so not like a six foot right in front no, of your no, face no, while like, you're walking down no, the sidewalk like, early one morning. Not enough to get in your ear when you're walking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, ah. No. Oh. So they're they're working on it to see you know what could be done, but outside of you having the heebie-jeebies or of taking a step back while working in the garden, um, um, they're here. They're saying, okay. but it's not necessarily the worry point. But they've been here long enough to know that. Um, well, they're saying that look, all earthworms are essentially alien anyway, um, but. They don't eat plants. They only eat the decaying material. So it's not a big catastrophe. It's more of a, a mild hassle is, is what they're calling this. But they said the biggest part is it's just it's going to freak people out. You got little ones, too. Um, but for the most part, like little kids, what is it, under the age of like four or five, when they're in the backyard and it's all muddy, they're just playing anyway. They're just doing their thing. So, yeah, true. You know, maybe they'll bring in a nice jumping worm in the house to show you what it looks like. Hmm? Only if they're a good one. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Well, now you're about to know. This was a, an, an initiative actually launched by Volkswagen in Sweden to find fun ways to change driving behavior. They had been contacted by the Swedish government and as one of the biggest importers for vehicles into the country, it was like, okay, so what, what do we do here? What, what can we come up with? So this was almost 10 years ago, but the understanding is it's something that they're looking to bring back in because it worked so well. So basically, we call it photo radar here in North America. There they call them speed cameras, and they created a speed camera lottery. So when your vehicle passed by a specific crossing, a camera snapped a photo of it and measured the speed. If you were above the speed limit, then you were issued a fine, just like it'd be here on any street in Ontario. However... The money was used to enrich a unique fund, the lottery prize for obedient drivers. So if you were not a speeder, 
you were automatically entered into the lottery and, and you had a chance to win some money from those who didn't follow the traffic rules. So in the trial case, it was a, about a month and a half. It was 25,000 vehicles that passed the cameras. Average speed limit was reduced from 32 kilometers to 25 kilometers an hour. So that's a reduction of about 22%. They saw accidents plummet, uh, all the, the odds and ends that happen when you go too fast. That got wiped out of the way. And um, unlike some parts of Canada, though, there wasn't a warning sign, multiple signs. Camera upcoming. Slow down. Uh, slow down. Yeah. You don't want to get dinged by a red light camera. Um, they, they didn't have signs. And they would be mobile with every few weeks. They'd, they'd move these cameras around different spots. Oh, wow. Sweden. But how about this? They did the first draw and five people won cash prizes of 1500 bucks cash each. You know what? Oh, my that, gosh. I, I'll give that a go. They, think of... Think of that offsetting fuel costs. Think of that offsetting things you need for your car, like new tires or a bunch of service work done. I think this is a tremendous idea. Mm-hmm. I know. I actually do, too. It's so great to be rewarded for being a good human versus just always, you know, getting threatened for not being mm-hmm. that, yeah. you know? That's it's true. nice to get a little bonus just for doing well. I would still like the warnings. Um Brazil is a very traffic camera heavy country, and I can tell you right now that lottery would be massive. <laughs> that would be a massive lottery. Well, come I, we'll zoom around southwestern Ontario. You, think of what you see on your drive when you uh, make the trek from Waterloo to London. And imagine uh, on top of the I in town. I'm probably one of the things people see on their drive, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. But that being said, I don't love the idea of having speed cameras everywhere. However, if it was something like this, I wouldn't be opposed to it, you know? I mean, it, it definitely, in countries where you have them a lot, it gives the police freedom to worry on bigger and more important things and how fast you're going. <laughs> so the the upside for those that are concerned about speed and what we're doing on the road is that they're now sharing this data with other countries around the world, and that includes Canada, because our, our insurance companies are trying to find another way to get people to slow down. Outside of that, plug in your car. Uh, basically, it's a chip that follows your speed. How The app yeah. that you can download that yeah. tracks your... A hundo yeah. piece. So yeah. we'll follow this. I mean, not the worst to win 1500 bucks for being the good driver that you no are. Way, yeah, nice to sure. get that little bit of acknowledgement. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. iOS uh, 15.4, so in the Apple world, they've just dropped their new uh, update, which does introduce a, a bunch of emoji. Is it emoji or emojis? Where are we... <laughs> Emojis with an S. It's not emoji. I don't anyway, know. we'll, we'll Are you continue. With plural? To yeah, yeah. It's emojis. You're good. So, in just going through kind of the 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 most well, what they're anticipating to be the most popular is there. The theme is is real horned up again. And let me get to this. Like, uh, really? Yeah. We got new smileys and new gestures. There's 25 oh. new skin tones. Yep. Um, then there's variations of combos for the handshake. A truly terrifying creature identified in the 14.0 uh, update edition. Listed only as a troll. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little creepy. But but fortunately for everyone who enjoys spicing up their messages with a well-placed tiny picture, some of them are a little... Have a little sizzle. The sound is... Uh, yeah, Benny yeah. just did it. The lip bite, that's the biggest one. Yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. That's a Jeff Kelly favorite. Let's, you uh, were biting your lip on one of our TikToks, aren't you? We sure, I sure was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's address this. It's just a very, very horned up emoji. And there are precisely zero unhorny uses for this one. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, no. There will be a way. The internet will find a way to use that ironically and not in a dirty way. Okay, we'll 100%. find out. There's a melting face. 
There's a slide. And, and did you know in Australia, slide is also known as a slippery dip? You, <laughs> no, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, but you don't need to be Australian to see that there's some sexy potential behind an object designed to offer just the right amount of friction to be fun. So we'll see. Uh, lotus, as in the lotus flower. Mm-hmm. We could just fly past that one because... You may have may have some young ears uh, in your vehicle, and then you can explain that in about seven or eight years when they're older. So we have, but here's the thing: we already have the oyster in the shell. Do we need a lotus now? Never used. Well, I can't say I use too many of these emojis. <laughs> uh, what their intent might be, but I didn't know that an oyster was even a thing. Where are we? Yeah, I didn't use... know an oyster thing. I mean, and the taco came before the oyster. Let's uh-huh, be real. Uh huh. Uh huh. So down that see? rabbit hole. Palm up, palm down. What are we going to use that emoji for? Uh, it could be used. It looks like the, the like Michelangelo painting if you put them the other way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's kind of you know? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like the, the one. Will find ways. There's a one that now the the normal version of it would just be the colon and then the slash. Yeah. But now they've turned that into one where it's like it's like the side half kind of grimace. Yeah, that's the one. Laura can do it actually perfectly. Uh, <laughs> hey, I like that one because it's it's like the look of disapproval, which I, I use that but more that, than anything sexy time. <laughs> that one's been around for a long time though. That's an OG emoji. It's an OG, but it's the first time it's actually on on one of these guys. It's like the OG when you just used to go like colon end bracket as a smiley face. This, the, oh, the I see the one that you're looking at now. Wow, that's so similar to one that already exists. It's a little though. curved. The other one's a little curved. It looks like more of a frown. Yeah, yeah. that one's like I guess more of a smirk. Mm. This one's more of like a hmm. This one looks more like thinking. Oh, but, okay, yeah. Yeah. There's finger hearts. So if if you don't know what those are, like yeah. so, think uh, K-pop really brought this in. Oh, like that? Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah. The finger heart with, with K-pop. And I listen. I oh, I didn't know that's what that was. I, I don't want them thinking that we're corrupting uh, their wholesome uh, little little me- movement here, but it's, you know, it's a warmer and more intimate pinch-like gesture uh, than some of the previous options, but how long until we get a nipple emoji? The other one is there's a saluting face now. That's, really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Like attention. Yeah. They just—they're interesting. I, whether they're—I would rather them go back and refresh or update a look or two of certain emojis versus bringing ones that, man, we've—we've we've talked about this. You kind of have your top ten, and that's your go-to. You don't often. Yeah, but they change as the new ones come in. For me, they do. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, they do update oh some of the older ones sometimes, right? No, no, no. I'm saying as new emojis come in, I will use different emojis. It oh, depends. I see. Yes. It, they culturally shift. Now, my thing is the emoji page needs to stay the same order, and they just need to ah. add the new ones to the bottom, because that really messes you up. Agreed. But also, where are the bald guy emojis with a beard? They only have bald old guys. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's they need bald bald young guys with a beard. That is like the most... that if, if you're a bald young guy, you probably have a beard. There's like a 90% chance you have a beard. Likely, because you want some sort of fur on your body. Or at least that, you yeah. know, anything above your shoulders up. So we mm-hmm. get it. So they're out, and uh, like I said, it just feels like there's some sensual or sexy undertones to this latest update. But it's uh, it's up to all of us, which we do have the ability to vote through the Unicode Consortium. They do twice a year with new options, and then it's based on votes. And then we see that launch into all the uh, the places that we come to use them, whether it be on socials or under our phones. But but that's the update. We just need all an, right. We need an emoji for the sound. 
<laughs> Would that be a cat purr? Wouldn't maybe? it be like, yeah, a tiger like or something like that? Yeah. starting. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you doing now? Well, I'll be over after. <laughs> and <laughs> what oh, are you bye. doing? <laughs> Hello. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. This might be one of my favorite help desker submitted names ever. Today's help desk is from St. Saddie's Day. (laughs) If you want to send us a help desk, you can do that. VirtuRadio.ca. Go to the, well, the photo of Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. That's us. And we've dedicated our whole show page to help desk because we know you've got problems and we want to help. (laughs) So St. Saddie's Day saying, all of my friends are older than me and I want to go to college bars with them for St. Patrick's Day. Last time we went to a, quote, younger bar, all my friends just complained about how old they felt the whole time but they also didn't even try to look nice for the bar or even loosen up and they literally just sat at our table all night without dancing it was both embarrassing but also frustrating for me because I always go to the bars they want to go to and the few times I ask them to come to a younger bar with me they just complain about feeling old I'm 21 and I make sure to have fun at their bars even though I don't like the crowds at those bars and honestly find them full find them to be full of a lot of creepy people mm-hmm. I told them it's not fair, and they said, I'll understand when I get older. Can anybody agree with me on this one? St. Saddie's Day. Okay. Where do we start unpacking this one? I think your friends can live their life. Yeah, they can can try (laughs) to have fun one night of the year. (laughs) I get it. Like, different kinds of fun. I totally understand that a different scene for people in their 30s, 40s, 50s of just... A little more laid back, perhaps, yeah. sitting at a table, shooting the breeze, having some beers. That's great, and I enjoy that. I also enjoy being crammed in a much smaller bar <laughs> with a lot of people who are out there to have a whole ton of fun. I'm all over the place now, and I think more so because of the pandemic. Not that I ever took it for granted, but it was the old like introvert-extrovert, kind of that blend or the hybrid. Now, even in, a, in in my marriage, I'm way more of the social one to engage and go, all right, made plans for this day and this day. We're doing this here. We're doing that there. Uh, I I, I want to go get after it all the time. That's a bit of the problem. <laughs> yeah. And it's not fair to deprive your younger friend mm-hmm. of those like fun, you know, clubbing years. Not that they necessarily, again, like age is just a number, but... Like, you have to be supportive of what your friend wants to do, too. That's not fair to her, St. Saddie's Day. It is not. And, like, I I get really bothered, too, when people don't leave the table when you go to the bar. Like, go mingle. Go mingle. If you have a table, that's fine. You have people who will anchor that table. But you're at a bar to be social. And some of the best times are when you go do a lap. You do a full yeah, lap. Absolutely. It could take 20 minutes and you go, ah, I'll do another one in a half hour, oh, yeah. 40 minutes. Just have a little mini adventure. Yes. Great. Yes. Oh, I miss those uh, days. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. If you mean uh, agree that you might sound like a bit of a whiner, then yeah. Ooh. What? Well, at 21, you, that's a little whiny. You can't expect old people to be young, but then you can't expect young people to be old. So you got to find a blend. You got to find a bar that's a middle ground. And those do exist. Look, I, it's St. Patty's Day. You have a very, like, there are some top-tier bars yep. that you want to go to on yes. St. Patty's Day, and it's not an age thing. It's an Irish pub. You want to go to an Irish pub, which on a Wednesday night probably might skew a little older. Yeah. On a St. Patty's Day, it's the place that you want to be. Yeah. Then if you want to go do 21-year-old things, 
you may only have a pair, a couple, or even a single person with that grouping of, quote, older friends that'll want to vibe on that level. It's not necessarily a you thing. It's just where their mindset is at. It's that they, they don't like getting all dolled up to go to the bar. They just want to put on a pair of shoes, a shirt, some jeans, and go. And maybe you're in a different mindset because you're happier with what your body looks like. Yeah. yeah. So that, I disagree. I, there's a lot of factors, and that's okay. You can. You can. I wish I had younger friends to invite me to a college bar because I'd love to go. <laughs> see, I, I'd be curious to go now just to see how different does it feel in comparison to when I was that age. Is it what they say it is? I, it, you know, it's having a whole different angle on something. It's almost like a bit of a time machine. You get to go back and yeah. not necessarily relive it, but go, whoa, either this has changed or whoa, does this feel like it used to back in the day mm-hmm. and it feels awesome. Yeah. But age or not, I feel like it's more about being a good friend. Your friend, St. Sadie's Day, is always doing what their friends want to do. You should show up. If you're going to do what your friend wants to do, show up and make sure that they have a good time. It's not fair that this person's friends go to the bar that they want to go to, but then they complain about it the whole time. Uh, That's not the vibe. Agreed, yes. If you commit to your younger friend of like, okay, we'll go, then your job is to to brave face it. Because shoot, who wants the downer? Who wants the Doug or Debbie well, Downer hanging exactly. out with that's, them? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think St. Sadie's Day is being a whiner at all. I think it's valid. And it's more about being a good friend to your friend who has clearly gone to the bars that you want to go to all the time. Well, and the whining part, I only look at it as just, well, look, if, if you've thrown it out there and you can feel the complaints, the rumblings, just do a full stop on it and go, all right, that group, not this night and not this right. time. Yeah, yeah. For I'm sure. going to go with. Maybe someone who's, you know, 25, 26, 28 versus, you know, the late 30s, mid 30s. And God, could you imagine taking a 42 year old to the bar? Probably complain about standing. Yeah. Are you you inviting yourself, Jeff? St. Saturday's Day, I think we just found you a new friend. (laughs) We play it. Shot, 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 (laughs) shot. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. Got a couple to, uh, to to rip off here. First one reads, I'm not 21, but she is not whining. Okay, shut up, Jeff. Uh, she's, simply, <laughs> she's simply explaining that she always uh, does what they do, and they should sometimes do what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Can't complain about it. Okay, I, I, I see that. Again, it was more of an ask. Is she whining? You feel like she's whining and all. Well, then the uh, corresponding text is, stop whining, get younger friends. Well, if it were only so easy. Making friends, even in adulthood, I feel like it's yeah. even harder because you've got adult responsibilities, time constraints. It's not like you can go out and recess and be like, do you like rocks too? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to throw exactly. some? Yeah. You yeah, just become listen. best friends? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Much harder. Uh, another one that reads, my husband and I and all of our friends are in our mid to late 30s. We would still have a blast at a college bar and have a good time. Your friends sound like bumps on a log. It has nothing to do with age. Maybe you should look at meeting with similar interests. Yeah, It's I good agree. to have a variety of friends. Now, I have a couple of friends, and, well, one, Petey, we, we call it, like, he has three shifts. Love that guy. He has, like, the normal nut time, then he has the late night crowd, and then he's got the, the OT, the, the overnight crowd that... Oh, yeah. And they don't often, you know, intermix, because they hang and party and do different things in different ways. Mm-hmm. So so maybe this is something to consider a little more with, with the, the age brackets and or the level of funnery that people like to have. New word for you. <laughs> yeah, again, but it's hard to just go out and be like, okay, like these friends are, I'm going to just make a whole new group of friends today, right? That takes time and social 100%. finessing. Now, we did get a text that broke my heart. 
We got a text saying a few years ago, a group of friends and I in our mid-30s decided to go out and celebrate our friend's 35th birthday. We all got dressed up and decided to go to Cowboys because we really wanted to dance. We were on the dance floor, having a great time, having a few drinks, really enjoying ourselves when a group of college boys decided to come up to my friend and tell her that she didn't belong in this bar and that she was a cougar and that we should leave. So I can totally understand where her friends are coming from. And then they text us back and said saddest part was they said that to the birthday girl. That breaks my heart. Can we make a pact between, you know, maybe older, quote, people at the bar and younger people where if you're having a good time, that let's just focus on that and not age. Don't forget the whole like age, Gen Z, millennial, Gen X, boomer branding. That's all for marketing purposes. It otherwise means nothing. If you're uh, 25 and you come up to someone in their late 30s or 40s and you say a trash thing like that, I would only hope that you could live to that age to go through a lot of life experiences and really feel uh, the, the blessings to be able to go out and have fun with your friends because a lot happens from 25 to 40. It's, yeah, you you it's, lack wisdom, and that's the alcohol talking. I just brush him off, like not now. I would just out of my space, yo. The next time somebody's a jerk like that to you at the bar, you literally just have to look at them and say "ick." You just give me the "ick" and just walk away. That's so embarrassing. It gives me Nate way. Jacobs from you for Jeff and Laura with backstage Ben. <laughs> Virgin Radio. It's guest gossip on Virgin Radio. All right, uh, Jeff, you did have a pretty good prediction. Jesse has been basically moved from one side of the prison to the other. I don't even think he, honestly, I don't even think he's moved that far. He's just moved to a different room. So he's been moved to a new cell. He was being held in the psych ward of the Cook County Jail after his outburst in court. I guess that's why they put him in there, because he said, you know, if, I, if something happens to me, right. it's not going to be because of me. It's going to be because of other people. So his new cell has around-the-clock surveillance from officers stationed outside his cell to make sure he's always under observation. Uh, he'll be allowed substantial time, this is a quote from the prison, out of his cell. He won't be around other detainees, though, in common areas. His brother, Jockey, gave an update on his status, and they're still trying to get him out of jail with the hashtag FreeJesse hashtag if you want to use it. <laughs> the scheme actually kind of worked. All he wanted was more screen time, so now he's on one for 24 hours. Uh, honestly, like yeah. if he doesn't put it on his IMDB, I think it's a miss. <laughs> now, there is an accusation from uh, Jockey Smollett saying that Jesse was held in a uh, psych... What did they call this? A restraint bed in, in the psych ward. Oof. Cook County Jail says that never happened, and that starts to freak me out. I always think of the movie Bronson when they put Charles Bronson in in the psych ward, you know, the Tom Hardy movie. Now, that was a, the world's most dangerous prisoner. Kind of valid at the time. I don't think Jesse requires that, however. Jesse's in a regular bed now. How much those are utilized anymore, to be honest with you. That feels really like antiquated 80s, to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, they don't, so, that doesn't exist in Canada. I can tell you that much. I don't know about the states. I don't know either, but Cook County Jails also says, nah, that was never a thing. Yeah. So anyway, hashtag free Jesse if you're on that side or just don't use it. Hey, here's a story for all you Kim K haters. Uh, Kim Kardashian's former cleaning service is now asking her to work. They're suing her and uh, saying that she has not paid her cleaning staff. So, taken to court, accused of not playing her cleaning and maintenance staff. She claims she's not responsible for it because she hired a third-party vendor to handle all of this. But her former housekeeper uh, says that she's also outsourcing her um, all of this stuff to her estate, estate manager. So, he wants over $1,800 for not answering the questions herself. 
Oh, I'd, could someone not just grab that out of the cookie jar in the kitchen where we all I know, keep pocket right? change? And, and you, I, this is the one time where you kind of almost want to believe Kim in the fact she is so busy. I can't imagine she's personally scheduling when the cleaner's arriving. Right. Yeah. You don't think she comes home at the end of the day and is like, here's your here's your money. Thanks, yeah. everybody. No. Punch no. out clock? No, no. Say I'm... hi to North. Have a great day. <laughs> Kisses. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, and a Seth Rogen story time. Unfortunately, I can't play you his voice, but hopefully you can hear this tweet in his voice. He said, did my mother just email the head of a major movie studio to get them to hurry up and green light our movie? Yes. Yes, she did. What is it about? I don't know. He just tweeted it last night. So his, he's talked about his parents before on, I think it was Joe Rogan's podcast and just talked about how pumped his parents were for that he would pay for everything once he first got famous. Uh-huh. Super funny. They Sandy is funny. Watching her yeah. tweets uh, in itself, is uh, it, that, that's a good time. So you can see where the root of a lot of his funny comes from. Most relatable mom on Twitter. <laughs> <for sure>. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. Rise has got us uh, all locked in, and he is ready to play. He's he's dialed in soon to have... How long until you uh, drop the kiddo off at, uh, at daycare slash at grandma's house? About 15 minutes. Okay, all right. So uh, kiddo's going to be part of the game regardless. We, <laughs> he's only a year and a half, so I don't think it'd be much help. <laughs> you know what? If we hear noise in the background, that just adds to the, uh, the ambient sounds of this little contest. So all that being said, probably, um, you know, still uh, figuring the world out, loves uh, sounds and lights and all that fun stuff. And I think the Dino Drive through Binghamins will be a perfect little treat. For sure. If nothing else, it's one of those, let's go for a drive. We'll do the uh, drive through and if, uh, if the babe falls asleep, so be it. Oh, he's a big fan of dinosaurs. I'm sure he'll love it. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. It's great. Okay, so we'll kick Benny out of the room. Laura's uh, all locked in as your question master. A quick rundown, Raj. Uh, Benny picked up tie 100 yesterday, but to contrast that, 291 wins right now on his plate. So let's see. Maybe you hand him his 33rd loss. That That's totally up to yeah. you, Yeah. Okay, Rice. Yeah, I believe in you. May the dinos be with you. Are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. First question. The words the... An and a are known as what in English grammar? Oh, grammar. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I told you it's a tough one today. I'm going to go with proverbs. That is incorrect. Good on you for remembering any of those describing words <laughs> for grammar, though. Uh, the correct answer is articles. Ooh. Yep, yep. Okay. Second question. Which country is both an island and a continent? Oh. Oh, gosh. Um. Oh, man. Geography is also not my strong suit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ask the baby. Yeah, right. Parker, do you know the answer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, gosh. Asia? Incorrect. <laughs> Was looking for Australia, mate. Oh, gosh, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I know. <laughs> you know what, Rice? It's fair. People try to block Australia out of their minds since it's so full of scary things. So I don't blame you. <laughs> Running spiders, you know. That's why they're on an island, thankfully, not connected to anybody else. Okay, third and final question. This one, in my humble opinion, is the hardest one. <laughs> so sorry in advance. <laughs> A squared plus B squared equals C squared is known as the what in math? Quadratic equation? Incorrect. 
I was looking for the Pythagorean theorem. Oh, shoot. I forgot. Yeah, the other one's with the over 2AC. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See, today. The fact that you have confused it with another one, again, you still got more in your memory <laughs> bank than me. But where... I know super smart people, if you're in fact listening, which I doubt, because you you listen to the things we talk about and you'd go, not a chance, I'd, I'd stay very long. But when, when and where are you using structures like that? Oh, hold on, let me just pull my pencil out. Like, what is, what? Come on, come on, come on. Like, my brain, well, I have a cramp at the front of my brain right like this very if, minute. If you're in architecture, you might need to use that. I don't know. If you're in no. triangle building, you might need to use that. <laughs> <laughs> I never, we are not Big industry, get a, big yeah, industry. Yeah, I, told yeah, you. I bet. It's I coming bet. up in 2022. All right, let's get it back in and see how this goes. Betty! <laughs> oh, that was a tough, my eyes crossed by the second I told one. you it's a hard one today. Well, at first I thought like eight, and the, okay, I got to be quiet. Yeah, Here he is. come on. Hello. He's back. All right, uh, Rise ended up scoring a total of zero points today. Ooh. Isn't this supposed to be like for kids? Well, apparently <laughs> kids, uh, university uh, and PhD programs is what, what? they're against. Oh, I see. No, okay, no, like no. Show Smart this is all, all right, pre-graduating okay. high school stuff. So we have witnessed um, the intelligence and recall skills of backstage Ben. After we play these three questions, Benny, give us, where would you rank this? Would you put this in grade oh, school, okay. high school, or college, university? Deal. Okay. All right, Laura Geddes, okay. no pressure, over to you. Well, wait, hang on. Rise, <laughs> would you like to trash talk Mr. Backstage Ben? I feel like I don't get the chance when I score zero points. Okay. I thought that would be your answer. However, I got to give you the opportunity. <laughs> okay, Benny, here we go. First question. By the way, we already had a texter say they got three for three. So, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, prove it, Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. First question The words the, an, and a are known as what in English grammar? Uh, definite and indefinite articles. I just needed articles. You didn't have to get all in depth, Benny. <laughs> articles. <laughs> Second question: Which country is both an island and a continent? Australia. Yep. Third and final question: In my opinion, the hardest one. A squared plus B squared equals C squared is known as the what in math? Pythagorean theorem. Oh man! Hey! Get out of here! And but see, it wasn't All I university. Okay, so I will say those are things that you learn and then quickly forget. Pythagorean theorem is one that's like, it's just because that's, it's a meme, basically, that like, when do you ever use that in your yeah. life? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a high school one. You learn yeah. that in high school. And the other ones you learn in, in public school. I get the Australian the, yeah, one. Yeah, the first one, English grammar, that's a toughie. I don't know when you would learn that. Oh. We this little baby rice is <laughs> congratulating you on your massive win. No, Parker's just disappointed in dad. He's saying oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, 0 for 3 on the board. However, we still have some uh, dino drive through passes that you can enjoy at uh, Bingham's over the course of the next couple of weeks. So, Rise, awesome job. I mean, and, and just uh, having a quick chat. Lots of fun. So you hang on. We'll get you all locked in so you can claim that and... 
We can all lick our wounds a little bit over the next couple of minutes. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. We talked about this. I'll do our own backpats on this. Since we got the first inkling this was a possibility almost three and a half years ago, we're bringing you up to speed on the end of the twice annual changing of the clocks. (laughs) That could be uh, soon on the horizon because... So, for us, uh, this part of the country, uh, a bit of a trifecta that's required. So, it's Ontario, Quebec, and New York State would all need to basically agree on this. Because there's there's a long list of reasons, uh, far too long for us to even break down, of why they we need everybody to be on board with this. But, late yesterday, U.S. Senate, they gave it the thumbs up. It's, it's called the Sunshine Protection Act. That's a bill that they... They pass through that basically the whole country in permanent daylight saving time starting November of 2023 minus Arizona and Hawaii. They're going to stay in standard time, but they're having issues. So British Columbia, they had been pushing for this for quite some time, but they had to deal with the Yukon plus Washington State, Oregon, California. Um, But 93 percent of people in, in B.C. are totally for just make daylight time permanent, and that's it. This is back in 2019, so they're still trying to scrape and, and sort all that. But the good news is for us that now that this has come together, we need just to circle back, make sure Quebec's on board, and we could have some change for November of 2023. Wait, so here's my one question. Mm-hmm. Which time would we be sticking with? Would we be staying with the time that we just switched to? Or... It- would we stick with it when we fall back in the fall and then never change it again? The understanding is they're seeking the, that they're trying to offer us more sunlight. Okay, good. Because I had to say this. In Brazil, they got rid of daylight saving time. And I got to say, I got a little bit of the sads because it gets dark in Brazil at like six o'clock mm-hmm. in the summer because they got rid of the time. But they're like, ah, now nah, we'll deal with the brightness even earlier. So it starts getting bright out at like 4 a.m kind of cool if you like waking up at 4 a.m. or staying up till 4 a.m. But otherwise, poo-poo. No more late sunsets. So it'd be great to keep that. And it's... That'd be cool. For for me, it's just... It's a matter of the shifting of the clock. It takes... Before, it didn't bother me at all. But now, as I age, it's it's like we're a couple of days in now. Saying it with your circadian rhythm, it could take anywhere between five and seven days for your body to basically hit reset and, and start that cycle properly once again. So here we are on Wednesday. And if you've still, you're dragging your butt a little bit in an extra case of the Yanni's this morning, mm-hmm. it's totally normal. Unless you're a little kid and you've been able to launch uh, launch yourself into bed for a good 12 to 16 hours or whatever it is, <laughs> um, you're going to have some struggles at least by the until the weekend. And the interruption of tomorrow, which means Friday is going to be a write-off for you. So maybe you won't feel better until Monday of next week. Yeah, I already did St. Pa- practice Day yesterday, so I mean, I'm kind of... How'd you do? How many? You got, you got a lot of reps in or just a couple? Like, Yeah, I got, I got some light work in, good, you know. Good. Again, St. Practice Day, not St. Patrick's Day, so we just had to just make sure things were working. A bit of a tune-up. Well, Benny's actually been in spring training for a couple of weeks now, so... Years, in uh, fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were going to say years. Uh, never off-season. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's always in tip-top shape. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. The official candle, the scent for 2022. It uh, it has notes of lime, bamboo, and cedar. Now, they're called the market leader in North America just based on volume of candle sales, but I'm not brand loyal, and I can't imagine anyone is, but Yankee Candle. Because they're so bloody expensive. So expensive. Gross. 
Like you could you could pay forty dollars for a three wick candle. Who does that? Who does that? I mean, it, look, there's the large decorative yeah. that may be a centerpiece somewhere, and you know, you bite the bullet and go, "Oh, okay, this is going to be expensive." The one that you never light. Thank you. <laughs> In, until a friend comes over, or someone's been into a couple of glasses of wine. I just thought I'd do it for mood lighting. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> then you're into it. Um, also, so lime, bamboo, and cedar, and uh, verbena. I don't know what verbena smells like. I'll have to do a little search on this one. To me, Ver- oh, it's verbena, bina, shoshina, nee, 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 nee. Uh, is that a, what it is? It's uh, vervain. It's a also known as vervine or vervina. Well, that doesn't help. It's a, it's a. It contains about 150 species of annual and perennial. Uh, I can't even pronounce it. It's a so it's se- floral? a semi-woody flowering plant. Okay. I like woody flowers. Semi-woody, you say. Got it. Yes. Okay. Had one of those. Um, the candles, the semi-woody ones. Um, the thing on this is, I feel it's less of them actually changing the recipes or the concoctions that make up candle scents. I feel like they just put on a different sticker and name it something different and then put new and you're like, oh, this I, this is my favorite ever. Not to realize they've repeated that candle smell 1,700 times in the last handful of years. That's fair, though. Yeah. It must be a fun job naming candles and lip gloss shades. I think those are two very fun jobs. You get to come to up with something a little sassy, but also sweet. You mm-hmm. could go really cheesy. You could go kind of bold. You've got options. Yeah, I think it'd be way more fun than coming up with, like, uh, birthday cards, because after a while... Oh. Yeah, you run out of... There is forms of saying happy birthday. But they're saying the lime, verbena, bamboo, and cedar is about inspiration for a fresh start in 2022. And Okay, that's cute. Yeah, again, good marketing. Maybe that's why you end up buying that $40 candle. I'm still not (laughs) over the uh, sage and sea salt. That's my my jam. Okay. Someone said, you've definitely had one of those, Jeffrey. Nasty. Nasty. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I don't like something that's too floral-like. Um... Uh, I, I like a like a mahogany. Um, there's a mm-hmm. like, they had one called teakwood. It was uh, it was teakwood's nice. Yeah, yep, yep. Yep. I want subtle. I want like a, a neutral candle that it doesn't matter how you identify. You just like that smell. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it. I want I want a little bit of joy accented on all the candles, just to be a little uplifting. You want like anonymous nice smell. Yeah, it doesn't even need a name. It just. Does it, is it shaped like Guy Fox? Your candle, like anonymous. <laughs> I don't. I. I'm behind Maybe this. The wicks could be his mustache. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, you're giving the ideas away, Laura. <laughs> that would that be interesting? And we'd mail a few pallets of those to Russia, so uh, Putin could put them around <laughs> compound, huh? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd oh, be great. Anonymous still doing the troll job there, but there. Inspiration for 2022 is lime, verbena. Uh, or verbena, pardon me, bamboo and, and cedar. So uh, let's see. Let's see if this is uh, a candle you have in your home, and I'm, I'm sure if not, you'll walk through the store. And I don't know how you differentiate. I got to buy them online now. It's just it's too many smells. It's like lush punching your nostrils when you walk through. You're like I don't even know what soap I bought. It just looked good. <laughs> so the spark nice is color. You're yeah. just sheerly overwhelmed by it. Jeff and Laura in the morning with backstage Ben on Virgin Radio.